Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 52 of the Brewdog News Podcast. This is being recorded on the 12th of January 2021. We're your source for all the latest news, views, thoughts, and reviews from the ever growing world of Brewdog. Joining me today is Joanne Love, Tamsin Kennedy, Tori Powell, and Dave Johnson. Oh, Doug Johnson. Sorry. Sorry. My brother's here? Coming up on this week's show, BrewDog launched one of the single biggest promotions they have ever ran, which was offering everybody in the UK a four-pack of Lost Lager for free. We'll tell you how that went. We persuaded Tori, hi Tori, to pop on the podcast and tell us about BrewDog's current range of alcohol-free beers. Uh, Why are so many of the BrewDog bars closed? We've got some insight directly from BrewDog. 15 stories in 15 minutes. Joe's got an award-winning joke for us, and we tell you about all of our slots being on BBC Radio 4. That's all coming up on the BrewDog News Podcast. Please note, we are all shareholders in BrewDog PLC, but we do not work for or speak on behalf of BrewDog. You're listening to the BrewDog News Podcast. Uh, this podcast is only possible because of our awesome Patreons. Patreons get the podcast at least 24 hours before everybody else and enjoy giveaways and Patreon-only specials. You can become a Patreon from as little as £1 or $1 a month. Just visit patreon.com forward slash News for more details. Hello, everybody. Uh, Joanne, I think it would be very rude if you did not introduce our special guest this evening. Who, who is the new person that is joining us? Uh, can you tell us all a lot about her? Because um, obviously so, she can't speak for herself. Yeah, no, she can't speak for herself. <laughs> um, this is my friend Tori. She's with me on, like, have I told you I do a podcast? Well, you've made me mentioned it <laughs> I mentioned once. mentioned it. Twice, so yeah. I do a little podcast called A Woman's really? Through the Podcast. And Tori is my co-host. I mean, I've listened to the Brit Dog podcast before, and I don't think you've ever mentioned I've not said it, our podcast. I? And I feel really like you're not promoting us enough as Taking well. Taking the opportunity that I should. Um, yeah, well, we we met. Uh, we haven't actually ever met in person yet, but we <laughs> we met in a uh, Facebook beer group, and then when I started my beer school. Got beer school, everyone as well. Called Love Beer Learning. When I started that. It happens that Tori was like, hey, do you fancy doing maybe doing a podcast? Because you know lots about beer and I want to learn about beer. She knows loads about beer as well. She's lying. Um, but yeah, that's how we started our podcast. And that is how I know Tori. And she it happens. Are you an EFP now or is it is it just I, Rick? Uh, so uh, I mean, I'm not personally an EFP. Oh, yeah. My husband is. But that is because <laughs> <laughs> I am a US citizen so we put it all under his name to make tax purposes a lot easier <laughs> which is annoying because I'm the one that uses the EFP <laughs> discount so <laughs> well that is confusing uh, yeah. Doug how does it feel to be outgunned by all these women this week <laughs> hey. I'm good I'm good. good. I, I I know my place in the world. I'm good. Sorry, I didn't mean to say outgunned. I know. I know you're American. I know. Uh, Tamsin, you're grumpy today. Why? Uh, yeah, lockdown hell has now transitioned to homeschool hell, um, oh. and the technology is not working. And yeah, why don't you show? Why don't you show everybody what you're drinking? So I'm drinking. I'm now forced to drink. AF beer because I have to be up and with it in the morning. Wow. Okay. Well, that's that's actually quite coincidental because that's why Tori is here to tell us all about AF beer. But before we get to that, uh, I want to talk a little bit about Brewdog's latest huge promotion. 
uh, which has actually just finished about an hour and a half ago before we started recording, which is a bit annoying because I thought it was going to go on for ages, so I had to rewrite some of the script. Anyway, yes, Lost Logger. Joe, would you mind telling us a little bit about what, what Lost Logger actually is? Um, so Lost Logger is a pilsner, um, which is a classic German style. Um, it will be, a, uh, as we like to say, um, a crispy boy. So it's a very <laughs> clean, crisp beer. Um, it's going to have used like Pilsner malt. So it's a little bit grainy, a little bit crackery, that type of thing. Um, and then it's got, might, might get a little bit of lemony citrus from it. And it uses um, noble hops from Germany. So you might get a bit of floral hop, a bit of spiciness to it. Just a really lovely beer for in the summer. Um, okay. And just really nice. Well, you say really nice. <laughs> but Joanne Love, I went on to your untapped. You've been on my untapped. And I had a little look what you had to say <laughs> about it. Ah, I have rated one. Um I that is from a while ago though. Uh, in yes, I had it November, the other week and um eighth of November twenty eighteen you wrote yeah. malt forward, clear yeah. gold, few bubbles, lacy head, yeah. alkaline grain aroma, fizzy yeah. cold grain taste. All good. And then she gave it one, one. star. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> However, so. if you listen to, um, I happen to do a podcast. If you happen to oh. listen to my <laughs> podcast, um, we are we have established that I'm a liar and I actually quite like lagers. Pilsner's not massive, but um, actually there's been a development in the in the recipe since then, which Tamsin's going to tell us about. And so oh, look at that. She's, actually, it tastes slightly different. I now. know. Go for it, well, Tamsin. This, yeah, this one's different because it's yeah. brewed with surplus bread. We have to, uh, yeah, so, we talked about this a few times. So they they actually put the money where their mouth is and actually did it. Then so they did. So uh, if you listen to that previous podcast, I'm sure you can find it if you go back to the archives. Don't ask me where they are. Um, I think back then it was called Mega Beer, um, and and this is a kind of rebranding of it. And additionally, it's using less water. I don't know if that makes it taste better. Um, less water in the production process, not less water in the beer and uh, powered by wind turbines so that's all good excellent and there is one other thing that we need to tell them about we'll come to that in a second so the promotion itself was definitely the most ambitious single one-off promotion that Brewdog have done and they've done many over the years uh, they just said everybody in the UK can have a free four pack Everyone in the UK can have a free four pack um, obviously yeah they did they did the maths on this uh, they must have done and gone well, you know, if a certain percentage take it up, then we're okay in this, that, and the other. Um, what you had to do was just go to the website. If you didn't already have an account, you had to create one. Uh, so that's a clue as to why they did this. Uh, and you will, uh, and they had to pay £1.95p delivery. Uh, except if you're in Northern Ireland, where... <laughs> Unfortunately, you had to pay £18 delivery. Uh, and we've been trying to work out what's what's going on there because, uh, you know, there should still be the agreements in place that were in place before Brexit, but it definitely looks not to be at the moment. So if you are listening to this and you're in Northern Ireland, please do me a favour, get in touch. And I'm really interested to find out if it's just BrewDog and DPD who've got this problem or whether you're now finding this with all sorts of stuff. Because uh, I haven't really seen anybody else talking about it, apart from people saying, £18, are you having a laugh? Um, yeah, so that's all you had to do. The thing is, it was popular. <laughs> um, 
Very popular. Brewdog had the foresight to, uh, to put a queuing system on the website, which was fun, uh, especially because, slightly annoyingly, you couldn't get onto the website at all for any reason uh, at all and without joining the queue. So you couldn't even log into the forums and things. Uh, however, that was a minor thing to put up with because obviously there's huge benefits to the business to what they're doing here. At one point, I think, I don't know, did you guys see any raise on 130,000 in the queue that I saw on Friday? I think that one point I was 140 and I gave up. Yeah, I 140,000. I think I was there (laughs) and I left it running in the background and came back and forgot about it and missed my turn in the queue (laughs) after about three hours. I never managed to get in. Um, But every time I I joined about 3,000 something and 4,000 something and I was just like, nah. Considering I scored the beer of one, I wasn't that fussed about sitting waiting around to get into the website to get it for free. It makes really good pizza dough, though. What, the website? No, oh, the, the, oh, the beer, right, okay. <laughs> the beer. Right. Um, okay, we'll come back to that. Thanks for that. Uh, but, yeah, uh, four and a half hours, I think I queued for, or was it three and a half hours? It was definitely getting up there. Um so yeah, very successful. Someone did the maths um, because the order numbers are sequential in BrewDog terms. So they did the maths to see, they asked people to say, when did you get yours? When did you get yours? And someone's worked out they were getting about 80,000 orders a day. Wow. Which wow. is, that's a lot of lost lager. That would make a lot of pizza dough, Joe. Yeah, that's a lot of lost lager and a lot of I, pizza. Why I'm confused. Why would you put Lost Lager in pizza dough? Why um, why not any other beer? Well, I happen to have one and I tried it. I've tried a couple of different beers to see what worked out best and Lost Lager came out really well. Hmm. Makes the best pizza dough out of all the beers I've tried. You see, it's these kind of facts, listeners, that you don't yeah. get anywhere else. Useful <laughs> tips like Gold again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so um there was one other little benefit, though. Obviously, BrewDog are getting, um, they're going to be sending this out to you. It's one ninety five. But, uh, Tamsin, what was the other little nice aside? Yeah, the the other uh, thing was if you bought a four-pack, then they're going to plant a tree in the Lost Forest, which is fantastic. But I've been giving this some thought. So they've got 2,000 acres. They're planting a tree for every EFP. They're now planting a tree for every four pack. I think they're going to need some more room. Do you think? I don't know how that. I haven't even calculated yeah, I mean, any of that. I'm from the I mean, I haven't calculated it, but and and a story that I'll talk about later. I think I'm just saying. I think basically, broods are going to have to cover Scotland in trees <laughs> <laughs> at this rate. And for the old IPA cases as well. I think the old yeah, IPA exactly. cases. I think those ones actually would. That was going through a separate charity that was being run oh, out was of California. That was yeah, a different it's, tree. It's it's different trees because right. they made a point of saying, "Don't don't worry, guys. I know people are thinking we're planning on doing this anyways with the Brewdog Forest, but no, we're doing it through a separate charity." I think those are the old IPA ones. Oh, okay. I think I think we've established it's going to be called the Lost Forest. By the way, yeah, uh, seen a few references to it, and they've registered a business in the name Lost Forest yeah. as well. So that that would kind of make sense. That's where you're going to live and work, Doug, in the Lost Forest. And I, fingers <laughs> crossed. So I did some quick math. So an average forest has fifty five hundred trees. Oh, so, per I'm acre. sorry, you, no. you did some. You did some what? Quick maths. 
Thank you. There Back. we go. Back. <laughs> Sorry, yes. I'm in such a weird mood. <laughs> I tonight. got you. It's right. I knew so, what you were saying. <laughs> so, an average forest has of uh, hardwood has 5,500 trees per acre, which is 11 million trees in a brewdog forest. Oh, okay. Oh, that's quite a lot. Huh. The oh. internet saves the day. I was really like, if uh, if you're not listening, sorry, if you're not watching this on video, uh, please do tune in for that moment to see Tamsin's face there when the maths got explained. <laughs> no, no, it's it's. I just think there's. It'll be interesting in a while to look back at all these things where trees were getting planted, and kind of see how that goes. There. Brewdog do a lot of things where they say we're going to give profits from such and such to charity or we're going to uh, plant trees for this, that and the other as well. There's, there isn't a lot of accountability. Um, we, we are very much as EFPs, we are going on trust that they are going to say what they're going to do. Uh, mm -hmm. In this case, we will have a forest to be able to prove that they did what they said they were going to do. Um, and, you know, charity donations is obviously up to the charities if, if they, someone says they're donating to them and doesn't. So, yeah, it is It is kind of interesting. But uh, do remember that uh, they have said that they're going to do the what three words thing. Um, that's that. Um, if, if you don't know what that is, it's the, the idea being is you will have a, a location uh, given to you using the what three words service where you can actually locate your tree on the map, uh, on the app, so to say, and go and actually visit it at some point. So, but, but good luck finding it in 11 million. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to pinpoint it to the exact spot, doesn't it? That app? yeah, what, what three words? That's the whole point. Is, yeah. is it no? Is it I know, but I just mean, the the tiny... it, I'm gonna it walk could be like a major journey to get there. Like, yeah, you could true. be like, I know it's over there, but I've got to have a lot of forest to get to. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I should have researched this before this, I didn't know this was going to come up, but actually, it's closer to um. 200 to 300 mature trees per acre. So the 5,500 number from Northeast United States talked about that was with seedlings and saplings and all the little stuff that never grows up and gets anywhere. Yeah. So mature trees, it's anywhere between two and 400 per acre. So yeah, they're going to need to buy a lot more land just to cover the free fall. I feel like I said that. <laughs> you did? You did? <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I said I need to walk this back. Hey, if I make it, yes, back, thank you, thank you. Yes, and, and if you're listening on audio, I suggest you tune into the video to see my face as Doug just explained that. There, <laughs> right? Is that us done with? Have we done everything we needed to do on Lost Logger? Because everyone's no, missed I think the promotion. We need to do have more tree talk. More tree. Talk. <laughs> oh, oh, no. just need more trees. Yeah, right, we're moving on. Tori, uh, the reason why I persuaded you to come on the podcast is because I wanted to double check with you how the AFBers are. Uh, I know you and Joe recorded a podcast, um, probably two podcasts if I remember rightly, where you talked about AFBers. So I figured this was a great chance to get you on and also give your pro podcast a bit of a promotion. Now, the latter part of that is not really needed because Joe does it every five minutes anyway. <laughs> So yeah, when you can finally get through to the BrewDog website, um, they have a whole bunch of alcohol-free beers called their AF beers. Um, a lot of them are the sibling beers to already existing ones. Um, the selection they've got online at the moment is they've got Nanny State, which is their original beer that they released in 2009. Um, and then... 2009? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. 2009, yeah. And then they basically went from Punk AF 
lost AF. And from there, we've got Hazy AF. And this year, they've done um, Elvis AF. And they've done one that I really, really want to try. Yeah, Tamsin's got it. Um, I'm really interested in trying it. And the one I really want to try the most is Ghost Walker, which is a collaboration they did with the metal band Lamb of God. Um, It's their first alcohol-free collaboration that they did, which I thought was really interesting that no one else had done an alcohol-free collaboration before. So that was quite interesting. And then Topical, um, they've just released about a week ago or less, Bosch AF. Uh, That is a, they've teamed up with Bosch, which is a vegan and plant-based recipe channel, and they've created a vegan beer. So that I thought was quite interesting. So Yeah, an interesting thing on that one. It was quite a few people on the forum saying that it's got exactly the same hop and malt profile as Nanny State. Yes. <laughs> but in the photos, it looked different. And then when it came through on people checking it in on tapped, it did look awfully like Nanny State. So mm. uh, I hope not. That would be that would be getting right into the being a bit cheeky there, Brewdog. But well- Chances are just someone's cut and paste the wrong thing over, to be honest. I do wonder, though, because um, when Joe and I looked at all these AF beers, a lot of them have lactose in them. Mm -hmm. So this one's obviously vegan. So I wonder if they've basically, I I can't remember if Nanny State off the top of my head had lactose in it as well. Um, But potentially, if it is a similar profile, it might be that's a similar profile. But what they've done is they've just made it lactose free. So that is, is vegan. Okay. That's all I can think of that they would have done differently. Bosch did um, that food in the bars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, I, I remember trying it all and it was it was really good because if you're EFP tomorrow, you get a double discount on the veggie meals, which is pretty much what I need to <laughs> try it. Like lots of money <laughs> off. Um, but actually it tasted really good. Yeah, I'll be quite interested to try Bosch, I think. Um, and I really, I, I do want to get my hands on Hazy and Elvis and Ghost Walker. Um, I did try to put it on my order when I was getting my free Lost Lager, my new Lost Lager. Um, but then obviously the shipping changes when you do that and then it just creates a bit of a, a thing. So I, I didn't bother in the end. I'm hoping that the bottle shop's going to open up soon so I can just snag sort of one of those each and, and give them a try um well, we might have news on that coming up well <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm wondering if you might so uh because that's what i'm holding <laughs> off and waiting on uh so there's that and i am really jealous tamsin because you said you got to try the layer cake af oh absolutely layer cake is my favorite af now it used to be wake up call which is like the coffee flavored one but layer cake is even better it's so good I would actually drink it. I mean, obviously not if beer was available, but if no beer was available, <laughs> then I would drink layer cake here. <laughs> I, I really want to try that, but that was obviously only on tap. And I think it was only on tap in, in Scotland, I think, wasn't it? So you couldn't even get it anywhere else. But I know, um, I think they're starting to put it in other bars, which they're obviously closed at the moment. But I, I think that the other bars are going to be getting them as well from what I hear. And I heard from somewhere, whether or not it's a rumour, whether or not it's true, they might be canning it at some point. I'm not sure. I mean, I think they should. It's the mm, grumblings yeah. that I've heard on Reddit. and We need an that. AF stout. Like, if they're not going to brew yeah. Wake Up Call, then do like do a AF stout, please. That's what I'm saying. Is look, yeah. If you look at it, you've got Palo, Punk's an IPA, yeah. Lost is a lager, Hazy is a New England IPA, Elvis Juice is an IPA, mm-hmm. Ghost Walk is an IPA. Mm-hmm. And Bosch, what it sounds like, it, it sounds like it 
it's just another pale. It's good. Yeah, it's just the love for, where pale. is the love for us dark beer lovers? Where oh, is it? Don't get, preached, don't get me started. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I've been saying this in our group chat that I think this time next year we're going to be absolutely swamped by them because there's been so much IPAs. Oh, and obviously, because yeah. there has to be with everything that's going on getting things in and out quickly. I mean, even making a log is a slow process in comparison to an IPA, Yeah, um, as Joe has taught me. Um, but yeah, it's so stouts, yeah. So we'd be, be very good to see what's going to happen this year. Have um, Did you two, do, you did tasting on the podcast, did you, of, did, of them? Yeah. Um, and what was, the, what was the outcome of that? Was there any likes, dislikes? Well, <laughs> funnily enough, so we compared punk to punk af and lost lager to lost af and when we were deciding which one we would actually like out of the four which one we would actually pick um i'd go like if i had to pick out the four i'd have gone for punk but out of the two afs i would have gone for lost af interesting yeah i, I thought so because i also had nanny state because i yeah. never tried a nanny state before so that was my first time trying nanny state and i actually picked the one that i would have again would probably be nanny state actually because for me that was the one that was the most alcohol like um out of all of them but i i agree with joe i think the last tended to be more similar to its sibling beer than maybe the punk was and my punk exploded so oh, yeah, oh, oh really <laughs> oh really yeah. did you mean like yeah, this I, yeah. it and I, went, oh, that's not <laughs> I don't know if i want it and i thought oh the last time i tried an alcohol free from them i was this not is... a fan so oh. i know it's lively <laughs> <laughs> it's just ah! everywhere we will cut that bit <laughs> Oh no! So yeah, that was um, exciting. <laughs> I I don't know what you guys are talking about. We've been alcohol free in Scotland for months. Yeah. So, since like <laughs> October or something. Every time I managed to get to a brewery, I brought. We only had AFs, oh, so yeah. there became a bit of a wow. challenge. It was like which AF beer, and then did they promotion that you bought one and it was uh, unlimited refills? So it was like which AF can I stand to drink four pints <laughs> of? And and the uh, the answer was um, lost the, uh, from everyone else. That was uh. the one. We can't really have five pints of punk AF. <laughs> no, it's very uh, sweet. No. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I, I I after what you said, Joe, about hazy AF being quite good. Um, I'm quite good. I'm quite interested in trying the hazy. But the Ghost Walker, like that, is the one. If I can get a single can of that, I will get that because i don't want a four pack just in case i don't drink alcohol free that much so to me it's about i think 10 quid or so for the for the four pack of them and if it's something i'm not going to drink very much i'm i'm a bit hesitant it was the it was the usa brewed one that one wasn't it don't yeah. remember yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah oh well, keep an eye out for it i know alcohol free sort of when you look along that range you go meh well, we did try some really good ones. So we've got um, our brew dog one where we do the direct comparison between them. I'd like to get an Elvis and um, the Hazy and do another direct comparison with those two. And then we've done our alcohol-free episode for Dry January where we did, what, eight or nine different yeah. ones? Yeah, so any, any highlights in that? Um, Hamilton's <laughs> Crunch AF. Oh. Um, Surprisingly. It's peanut, peanut butter stout. 
What? And it is, yeah. So it's Ooh. peanut butter, alcohol free stout, and it tastes almost exactly the same as the alcohol version. Yeah, because we also did another episode yes. <laughs> <laughs> where we did crunch and crunch AF. Yeah, because there's, there's, there's crunch. crunch. We don't know about it. There's a, so <laughs> Hamilton have like almost followed the brew dog thing and done a family of beers for their crunch because crunch is award award winning um so there's crunch then there's crunchier which is their imperial no, version and then they've gone back the other way and done an af of crunch which so. looks remarkably like crunch on the label yeah. so yeah, if the, you are expecting to get crunch and you don't pay attention and you don't look for the af you're going to accidentally end up with an alcohol free <laughs> so look for an af on your labels because i accidentally found it like that so <laughs> oh, well, exciting times yeah is that us? Have we done? Have we covered everything we wanted to say on AF stuff? I think so. In that case, I'm going to press this button. You're listening to the Blue Dog News podcast. Right, it's time to find out why so many brew dog bars are closed at the moment. And also, we are going to talk a little bit about uh, how James Watts did a nice thing and then managed to upset everyone, which is uh, his new normal way. <laughs> uh, firstly, I contacted uh, JB, who is the, I don't know his official job title, operations manager. JB looks after the bars. Uh, his name's James Brown, but just to save any confusion, we call him JB. Uh, I asked him, what is going on? Why are so many bars closed? What's all this hibernation stuff? And here's what he put back. Uh, the majority of our UK and EU bars are closed right now as we face this third lockdown. We believe the outlook for hospitality in January and February was extremely bleak, and we took the proactive decision to decide to hibernate in all but the deliveries, sorry, in all but the busiest delivery locations. One of the outcomes of this is we've been able to give our bar teams at least a few months of certainty. It was not a nice place being pulled from pillar to post with each government announcement, and it felt good to take control of our own destiny, even though it meant closure for a few months. I, I thought that was a, sorry, this is not him speaking, that's me speaking. That is an angle of this I hadn't considered before now, is that it must be a nightmare for the bar managers going, well, I don't know how many staff I need this week. I have no idea what's happening from day to day. So I can completely understand that. And that must have lifted a lot of stress from them. Anyway, I'll carry on reading James's email. In the US, we, in, sorry, in the US, we've closed a number of bars and are now only trading Doghouse Hotel, Dogtap Columbus and Short North. Similar to Europe, they are challenged with the stay-at-home recommendations from the government and the low consumer confidence and footfall. We're already planning the reopening of our bars right now, and I look forward to standing with you at the bar and ordering a punk, although mine will be a Jack Black heart. And he finishes off by saying, I should add that we are constantly reviewing our position, and when we think it is right to start to look at reopening for delivery once again, we shall not hesitate to do that, JB. So that is the reason the bar's closed, is actually because it's just putting a bit of certainty back. We've, we've got a scheme yeah. in the UK, Doug, I think we've mentioned this before, called furlough. Uh, which yep. means that if people can't work because of the pandemic, basically, then uh, the government is helping out to a certain extent. Yeah, um, we don't do that here. <laughs> no, no. I've I've heard you're having a bit of uh, bit trouble, trouble getting yeah getting even a small amount of money to people who are completely devastated by this thing. But anyway, well, five dollars and eighty four cents a month. That's pretty good. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Following this, uh, James put out a tweet which I thought was really interesting. Um, this was actually just on December the 31st he put this out. He tagged up Matt Hancock, who's our um, health secretary in the UK, and Nicola Sturgeon, who's the first minister here in Scotland. Uh, we would like to offer our closed brew dog venues to help out with a quick rollout of the vaccine for free. 
We have waiting areas, huge refrigerators, separate rooms for vaccinations, and an ACE team who can help organize. We want to help. Immediately, um, people going, oh, this is this is just publicity stunt and all the rest of it. No, it definitely wasn't. Um, it went on for a long conversation afterwards. Nicola Sturgeon directly replying, and apparently there was a reply from um, from Downing Street as well, or certainly from the team down there. Whether that went any further or not, we, we don't know. Um, but yeah, one of the first comments back is like, what a gross and opportunistic attempt at free PR. Um, I think it's worth stating what James actually offered up here. 100 bar locations, roughly, across the UK in busy, busy city centres, generally. Um He's offering up free use of those venues, which would be a major inconvenience if if everything started to reopen again, and his staff for free as part of this effort. And of course, he was he was using this as a bit of a call to other um, hospitality venues to do the yeah. same. At least they would be doing something. So I don't believe um, it was a cynical move as some people made out at all, uh, because you cannot make an offer like that out of a little sort of, it's not a thing that you say a throw away in the pub. That was a serious offer. Um, so I really want to say like everything that I've learned over the years about Brewdog and James Watt, that offer was genuine. What happened next though, James being James, <laughs> decided that he was going to make a, a beer. Uh, so when you got your vaccination in the pub, if that ever happened, and he thought it'd be good to put a tweet out suggesting some beer names. And this is where we start to get into problems because uh, well, one of the things was the beer names weren't probably the best. Uh, vaccine Canteen, Little Prick, <laughs> uh, Community Immunity, and Jab Lab. Um, now, Radio 4, when we were on the other day, which we will mention later on, uh, they didn't even comment on the name Little Prick, but we are allowed to say it. Uh, it's fine. So, yeah, um, that then came across very much as uh, marketing. And, and as more James got more and more criticism he sort of doubled down on it and he he kept going on about it it's like no it's this is what we do we offer a free beer so um efps generally laughed uh saw the funny side weren't didn't really care uh there was a small uh group of people who very strongly saying this is crass don't turn a pandemic into a marketing opportunity uh, i think a, a solid counter argument to that is um Everybody's trying to survive just now, every business. So any opportunity to get a little bit of publicity. And what's going to get more publicity than, than something that's just a little bit edgy and controversial? It's what BrewDog have always done. It's what James Watt has always done. And if you don't like that about BrewDog and you don't like that about him, then it's probably never going to change. It's just how they are. And the... BrewDog have proven over the years as they've grown from, you know, really small number of people to a much bigger organization that it doesn't matter if you say uh, as a big organization, as a multinational operator, they can't say things like this. They still will. And they are going to in the future uh, for absolutely sure. Um, I've talked an awful lot there, folks. Anybody here got any thoughts? Did you think it was crass? Did you think he shouldn't have done that? Uh, what's your what's your take on it? I think if the venues are like approved by health authorities, whatever, to be suitable and that there is a way of doing it, I don't see why it's a problem using them. Yeah, the beer design was 
little bit of a step too far. But, you know, that's James, isn't it? That's what we expect from him. Um, and I will note that since that's gone out, Shepard Neem down my way have sent out, their CEO has sent out an email to, to subscribers or whatever. And he said in there, he's he has offered up Shepard Neem's venues yep. and he's in talks with the government. So James may have started something. Yeah, and there was other... Yeah, there was other um, bars as well I saw because James was retweeting a few of them saying, you know, others, you know, people doing that uh, chains in the UK even saying, yeah, yeah we're in. Um, absolutely. Because mm. the benefits of the pubs to getting this um, The benefits of the hospitality industry in general, like getting everybody vaccinated is going to get them. I don't know whether we'll ever get back to normal, air quotes, but, you know, getting back to where they can operate properly, the Vaccination is a way of doing that. So they yeah. would be silly not to offer up something that could potentially help. With, with... I, I agree. So sorry, for the, sorry, the vaccination to be successful, the program, I mean, we need 70%, 80% people vaccinated. So hell, if having the bars and offering free beers gets that percentage up, I'm in. I mean, it's so, also it's also lessening the tax, the, the tax, money that we're going to have to pay to open up emergency centers because instead of starting from scratch and building from the ground up you have the shell of something that can be used and that is big enough to be used that is multi-purpose so it goes you know Tamsin it's it's sustainable in in a sense they're not putting something in purpose built for just vaccination centers that they then have to find second uses for or just tear back down again and so it's going to save us all money as taxpayers really and I think my feedback has always kind of been it does it matter if they're doing it because they're greedy if the output of it at the end of the day is going to help everybody does it matter you know if your opinion is that it's greedy at the end of the day it's still going to achieve the same overall positive for everybody so is that you know does it even matter yeah um yeah. I, I did see one comment uh, along those lines saying uh, someone said there is no way in this world that people would suddenly change their mind about getting a vaccination just because they were getting a free beer I, I was like, "Are you kidding? Have you met? Oh, have you met, met Have you met people? People yeah. will uh, do anything for a free beer. They yeah. will spend four and a half hours queuing on a website on the internet. To pay yeah. one pound ninety-five delivery exactly. for pack a lager. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I did see other people following suit, though, like you said, um, saying, "Oh well." I'll, what if I want to offer my place up and I had responded to somebody actually well, on then, the beer forum saying then offer your place up yeah. like if, if you feel like yeah. you have the suitable premises to do that and you want to join in who cares if Brewdog's doing it who cares if Shepherd Neems do it do it just, yeah. just follow it and mm-hmm. join in and the more people that do it the less emergency centers they have to build and the more that's going to be good for everyone really I think I mean realistically um it was unlikely to happen um i wouldn't say it was zero chance and again i will say i i do believe the gen it was a genuine offer um i think the pro the biggest problem is you've you can have people trained up to to pop a needle in someone's arm and and store the vaccines properly and mix them properly and all that but it's the very small chance that someone takes a reaction and you've got to have the trained staff and you've got to have yeah. the people there to yeah. deal with that yeah. um however you know i mean <laughs> honestly when you look back at last year, anything can happen. And um, going to Brewdog bars to receive a vaccination and get a free beer, 
would not in any way whatsoever strike me as strange right now. Who's got that on like, their bingo that's card? That's how it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be far from the worst thing to happen. Right. So <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. Two twin souls finding each other in the wrong uh, Tori, thank you so much. Um, I really hope you'll um, maybe one day come back if you uh, we haven't been too mean to you. Um, <laughs> I really appreciate your insight on the AFB years there. Um, yeah, and it would be good if, like I say, if you would pop back at some point. Um, give give your uh, podcast one last plug because then it, it means I don't have to hear it from Joe <laughs> again. You're still going to hear it anyways, probably, because I guarantee you'll say something. They'll go, we talked about that on the podcast. But no, ge- genuinely, thank you for having me on. Hopefully I didn't butcher any of that for you too badly. And um, if you want to hear more about alcohol-free beers and the brew dog alcohol-free beers compared to regular, you can listen to us on a Woman's Brew podcast. So. Awesome. Thanks, Tori. Thanks, guys. Uh, Joe, it's time to punish us. We're going to play the uh, EFP tomorrow video for people, but uh, or audio for the audio people, but you're going to give us a horrible question. Go for it. Right. So as we all know, everyone's absolutely favourite best ever brew dog beer was Indy. Um, <laughs> what ABV was Indy? Oh, God. Talking about high enough? <laughs> okay, um, we'll have a think. Here's the video. We are officially the world's first carbon-negative brewery, and we remove twice as much carbon as we emit each year. And now we're on a mission to make our business even more sustainable, and your investment will help us do just that. As well as helping build a greener future, Investors in Equity for Punks Tomorrow will also impart the world's leading independent beer brand. Our growth so far has broken all sorts of records, and with that growth set to continue, this is your opportunity to get involved. Together, we can set a new benchmark in sustainability. And show the world what it really looks like when a company and its community genuinely care about the planet. For better beer. For a better planet. Powered by the people. For us all. This. It's equity for punks tomorrow. Right, there we go, EFP tomorrow. Uh, Joanne, you horrible person for asking us about indie, but go for it. Everyone's absolutely most favouritest brewdog beer was 4.2%. Oh, we never guessed. (laughs) (laughs) I was I was like, I've got an answer. I was ready to go. My, <laughs> my answer, answer was not high enough. I gave my answer. Yeah. Sessionable. Brilliant. I was going to say 4.5, you see. Oh, not bad. Yeah, you were close. Do you know, do you yeah, know what I'm going to I'll tell you what I'm going to do, listeners, is rather than actually now pretend that we tried to guess that, I'm just going to play <laughs> you in a little outtake here of a little confession from Tamsin. Check this out. <laughs> I actually drink it and I have no idea. Drink indie. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> As a, so I went to a beer school. So very, remember, I don't know if you remember, a couple yes. of years ago, they did like one pound beer schools in the bar. Yes. And we went and we had a bit of a, because we were like, oh, we're all EFPs. So we'll just go in. And we're like, right, we'll do blind tasting of like kind of a whole bunch of kind of IPAs to see which we like the best. And I picked this one I like the best. Turns out it was indie. 
Oh, there controversial. you go. What can you do? Bold statement. Yeah. Sorry. You're listening to the Blue Dog News Podcast. 15 stories in 15 minutes where we never have 15 stories and it's never 15 minutes. Uh, we've only got 12 for you tonight, so um, let's plow through them. Doug, you're going to give us some stats to kick us off. What have you got for us? So these are the Brewdog Tomorrow stats in Brewdog Australia. So Brewdog Tomorrow UK, 12,697,279 pounds. That feels, days. that feels like, sorry, I'm interrupting. That feels like that's gone up by about 2 million since Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Right? Since the last time, last podcast, I think. Yeah, wow. it's up quite a bit. Holy um, cow. So yeah, 15 days left. So if you want to get some shares, in theory, it's going to end in 15 days. Um, and oddly enough, Neil Fletcher is leading in the uh, referrals with 52. Well, hello, Neil, friend of the show. Hi, Neil. Yep. Hi, Neil. Hey. Uh, U.S. Brewdog tomorrow, they've raised 268980 and there are theoretically 18 days left. Why are you laughing, Can I just say, I'm laughing because it sounds like Americans hate the environment. <laughs> and I'm sure that's not true. But see, when you say 12 million no, and 200,000. That's, that's hardly true at all. <laughs> uh Brewdog australia they've raised two hundred and fifty six thousand two hundred. there are 28 days left and that one i know there are 375 investors oh okay so there you go that's a start yeah very good okay uh joanne you've got the next one a bit of abstract news yeah so uh, we believe though there's not been a hard confirm that um, uh, the abstract series is no more. Um, it, the last ones that were actually just going to be um, investment perks and um, the lovely Michael has found out that they were they just didn't get brewed. So <laughs> it was decided that they just weren't going to brew them. Oh. Um, so for anyone that invested up to a level to get the abstract addicts um something else will be brewed for it oh okay well <laughs> hopefully it's something cool it's supposed, um, to be something, uh, it's supposed to be something really good and sexy i think is what michael Indeed. said <laughs> There was always a there was always a buzz every year around about the ABs coming out. Uh, I do remember, like you know, one of the things at AGM time, you would always go, "Oh, I'm looking forward to trying the new AB24. I've heard really good things." There used to be like this shining beacon of you know, this is what they're most proud of in the last sort of six to eight months, maybe a year, you know. So it is a bit of a shame, but uh, yeah, it is time to move on. I guess they're running out of postcodes. So uh, it's it said. <laughs> That the people that made that decision no longer work for Brewdog. Oh. Hmm. Oh. Okay. See, Just going to leave you, that there. <laughs> you've got me thinking, Jan. What was the last sexy beer that Brewdog did? I mean, uh, answers on a postcard, virtual. I mean, <laughs> layer, cake, layer cake AF. Like. No, I think. <laughs> I think it was whatever Doug was drinking when he was naked in the shower with Brett and he sent us, <laughs> and he sent us the photos. Yeah. 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 
Uh, Overworks. Um, I don't know if we mentioned this one or not. It feels like this was a long time ago that um, James put out a post on LinkedIn where he talked about his 10 biggest mistakes and he did another one with his 10 uh, greatest things that he's done as um, as CEO of BrewDog. And, and one of them that was sort of a bit buried in there is uh, oversized Overworks. Uh, here's what he put. Sometimes it's really important to do things that just don't scale. Uh, that should have been the case for Overworks or Sour Beer Facility, but we mistakenly re- misread the market for Sour Beers and put together an amazing facility that is simply far too big. Consequently, we were under pressure from the outset and we ended up making far too many different Sour Beers that we could hardly even keep up with what's going on. So big changes then up at Ellen. Uh, if you've been to the uh, Overworks, a beautiful, beautiful bar. On the outside, it's just, it. just a mm-hmm. fairly boring-ish building, but when you're inside, it's a lovely bar and seeing all the everything all the folders out there and everything oh it's it's great uh but i believe um brewdog distilling are going to be moving in there i think we have mentioned that uh before um so yeah it'd be interesting to see what's going to happen there but i can expect to see quite a bit of a range change uh personally i'm kind of hoping they change the labels because i really don't like the shield <laughs> upside down thing yeah that is weird yeah it just kind of looks like something went wrong um and it's it's amazing they still keep doing it um hey they don't listen to us why would they um Tamsin, I'm going to get you to jump straight on to the next one then. Double offsetting I wasn't staff. Attention. Yeah. So, um, oh, it was sorry. Announced. I'm sorry. Are we keeping you from something? <laughs> <laughs> Is he Stenders on or something? No, no. I was still trying to think of a sexy beer. I'm going to be oh. out there all night. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe Tiramisu Crew, but I'll come back to you on that one. Um, so uh, it was I'm, announced. I'm that... sorry, listeners. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was announced that uh, Brewdog are the first employer in the world to ensure staff are carbon negative, and they're going to do that by removing twice their calculated footprint. Now, on a previous uh, podcast, we talked about paw print. Yeah, the app. Yeah, so staff are going to uh, fill in all their details, and then Brewdog going to take out double the carbon excellent that's good i did notice today by the way people have started getting access to the poor print app i noticed them started to put their footprints up and some wildly wild ranging things as well which and inevitably they have cars or they don't have cars and things like that so yeah that'll be really interesting um as tamsin said we did get a little preview of that it was like a 10 minute episode that we put out just before christmas or over christmas i can't remember but yeah go go check that out um and one, speaking of things that are uh, worth mentioning, I think I definitely did mention this on the last podcast, but I didn't really do it justice. Uh, Brewdog are now open in Shanghai, uh, and that's a really big deal. Um, I've just clicked a link to go to the Brewdog, pops, po- the Brewdog website to look at some information, and there isn't any uh, on uh, Shanghai for some reason. It's taken me to a wrong page, but there's no queue. Finally, I know. <laughs> Uh, and but yeah, right there on the homepage, they've now replaced it with the the AFB range. So as as we predicted. So let me just find it. Sorry. Right. Sorry about that. I have the uh, Shanghai information here. It's not telling me too much about the bar itself, um, other than what it is. But uh, they have got the menu on, uh, and I did think it was quite interesting seeing what Brewdog Shanghai does have on their menu. Famous things. Famous things that you would expect in Brewdog. Cluck Norris, uh, Double Patriot Burger, things like that. But here's one. Peking Barbecue Burger. Ooh. So it's um, a beef burger, cucumber, spring onions, crispy pancake, 
hoisin barbecue and uh, in a brioche bud. I'm like, huh. that has got to be worth going all the way there for, surely. <laughs> that sounds like a hash brown <laughs> to me, by the way, I think, in there for a pancake. pancake. <laughs> no, it says crispy pancake. Maybe, yeah, it's, no. maybe it's a Findus crispy pancake. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different thing. Yeah, uh, God, if you know what they are, Doug won't. But yeah, we we yeah, all Doug very much remember from our childhood <laughs> or last week, whichever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, Brewdog Shanghai Open, big milestone for Brewdog. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's all I really wanted to say on it. Uh, Joanne, EFP photo competition. Yeah. So this seems to have passed us by, but other people are uh, other people are taking part from what I've looked at. Um, there is a monthly EFP picture competition on the forum. Um, if you if you just do a little search for EFP monthly picture competition, various months will come up, um, and there is a prize for the person that wins. Um, I believe last month's was a hundred pound of Brewdog beer. Oh. From the forum. Um, last month, December was uh, that. There's a theme for your, for your pictures. Um, and last month's was Hoppy Christmas. The one before that was Artsy Fartsy. <laughs> um, uh, but it doesn't. Wow. I, I assumed it was like go and take a go and take a picture. But some people have been doing a bit of photo manipulation. Um, so it doesn't. It, that's why it's a picture contest, not a photo contest. Ah. So not just a photo. You can. Oh. It. So the winner of the artsy one um, had had 18 pictures and had like put brew dog beer into various different arty pictures like Dali's mounting clocks. And there was a, um, a where's Wally one where it was lots of different bottles of beer and you had to find this, the brew dog one. Yeah. So they're quite interesting. Go and have a look at that on the forum. If you can get on the website, if you're watching on video, you would have seen some of those come up as Joe was talking, but oh. not right now. Cause we're not that clever. <laughs> I used to I used to enter that every month, but I never won, so I stopped. Gave up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't know you could do it, and I was taking pictures. Yeah, I mean, mostly like, yeah, of me doing... drinking beer in my back garden. I'm not saying they were winners, but still. <laughs> hey, they'd be winners with us, Tamsin. Yes. Oh, thank you. Uh, Tamsin, speaking of winners, here's a good segue. Yeah. What have you got for us? That's good. So... The, the winning for Brewdog keeps going. So uh, recently they have featured on the Sunday Times Fast Track, which is an annual list of Britain's top 100 private companies with fastest growing sales. And the exciting thing is they've been on it nine years in a row, which no one's ever done before. Yeah, I think, I think it was seven was the record or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's why we're EFPs. Yeah. <laughs> Nine years of consecutive fastest growing sales. Sorry, I had to mute. I was having a burp. <laughs> <laughs> we are professionals. <laughs> I know there was a pause there, but that, that was exactly what I was doing. So that's just thought I'd fess up anyway. Okay. Um, oh, right. Okay. And no, that wasn't awards. a burp. That was me shutting up for you to talk. <laughs> Who knows with you when you start drinking beer, all bets are off. Um, and they also, so the Times newspaper also does a kind of best hotel. And in 2020, they did the 80 best hotels. And Brewdog Kennels in Aberdeen won in the budget category and were in the top 10 hotels in Scotland. 
And Rob, you gave me this one because I still haven't gone yet. Haven't He's you? So mean. I know. Really mean. I'll tell you someone who has been there though. That is our Joanne. <laughs> jo was there last last Christmas she was there was and there, yeah. she recorded mm. a whole thing. It was really nice. Yeah, I had yeah. it all together and she had a nice coffee and looked out on the castle gate and Oh, back in the days when we could go when we could go places. <laughs> oh, it was house. lovely. Uh, yes. <laughs> excellent. So, yeah, sorry, Tamsie. That wasn't actually deliberate, but uh, if I've thought about it, it definitely would have been. So. Uh, Doug, you have got, oh, yes, you've got a good one. Radio 4, BBC, BBC Radio 4. So, go for it. apparently, you guys have radio in the BB, in the, in the UK. Yep. And, uh, the Burdock News podcast people, some of us were on the on BBC Radio 4 to talk about Brewdog. Uh, we were there kind of representing the EFP community and the uh, the nuttiness that uh, we <laughs> entail. Um, but yeah, James and Martin were on and talked about Brewdog a little bit. Um, we were with uh, Jega Wise. I hope I pronounced her name correctly. Yeah. Um, but James and Martin Ron and also uh, Pete Brown talking about his book craft and argument talking about what it is to be craft beer and and you know is brew dog still craft was was kind of his main question yeah uh, so that really was really fascinating exciting. yeah yeah um, i want to read know. that book yeah i'm really keen to read that book because i do get that you know with me where flying the brew dog flag i do get oh they're not craft anymore because they're too big and pete brown you know he absolutely argued yeah they still yes, are, they are. Yep. <laughs> um which is good because brew dog would have an awful lot of neon that they'd have to replace if they were yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean me I, I always look at craft beer solids have to touch liquids you know, not like the big boys where it's just liquids and extracts and there's never yeah. any solids in the beer, yeah. you know. That's a great, great way of looking at it. Um, yeah, it was really good. We had, um, we recorded, as, as you would expect with these things, we recorded for about an hour with, with, uh, with Jager and it was, uh, we got to fan, fan boy and girl a little bit with her as well because it was really just nice to chat with her. Yeah. Um, and then um, it was weird hearing my own voice on, I mean, <laughs> I hear it on the podcast when I have to go and edit it and things, but to hear it on the radio, uh, and my mum phoned me up, uh, and she was <laughs> and she was in tears, and I couldn't Aww. work out. But I couldn't work out if she was in tears because I'd embarrassed her, or whether she was <laughs> proud of me. So still not hundred percent sure, to be honest. <laughs> Mix of the two. So yeah. Uh, so it was really good that they got uh, the entire team on, and uh, we all had fun there. Yeah. So oh, that's awkward. Sorry, Tamsin. Almost. I was going to be nice and say it was still available on BBC Sounds if you wanted to go and check it out, but now I won't. Okay. <laughs> I need to stop being so mean to you. Why do you? I, I pick on you in this You're, podcast. You really do. Uh, <sighs> you are just I, in a mood. I think it's because back in the day when Bruce was on all the time, I've still got this element that I need to actually be like. Yeah, because you used to pick on Bruce. Yeah, mind you, he picked on me terribly, well. so that's fine. <laughs> Miss Bruce. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, Tamsin, um, you've got another thing here for us. The br the brave. I know they've won something else. I think they need to give some other people a shot. So, um, brave brand of the year from the Marketing Society, uh, Brewdog of One. So this was a by a member vote. They beat McDonald's, Virgin Media, Just Eat, and Top QV. Can I just say, I've never heard of that last one. So they need to do something about their marketing. 
Um, anyway, BrewDog won for innovation and responsiveness to the pandemic, which we were just talking about in terms of their actions. So well done then. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, we better crack on through these. Joe, what's the last one you've got for us for now? Um, so I don't know about everybody else, but it was announced before before the end of last year that bottle shop on the web shop was going to come back. Um, I was very excited uh, because I don't want to keep buying bundles, but well, <laughs> that's a whole other issue. Yeah. Uh, but bottle shop is coming back, and we how, have... how do we know this, Joe? We know this because we have had an email from Tom. And he has told us that he's coming Who, back next who's week. Tom, Joe? That's a good oh. question. <laughs> We're good at this radio <laughs> podcasting, Joe. <laughs> he's a guy that works for Brewdog. <laughs> Just some guy. Just some guy. <laughs> Head of e-commerce. He, Thank Head you. That's e-commerce. his title. Yeah, it's, he's, he's high up there. He takes a lot of abuse as well on the forum. Bless him. <laughs> yeah, he really does. Mm. Yeah. But yes, he has told us that it's coming back next week. I'm excited. I've got an AGM voucher to use. <laughs> I would be excited, but the delivery charges, as we've talked about before. Yeah, but I'll, I mean, I'll, if, I'll be, yeah, I'll wait till there's a free delivery weekend or something. If you're going to get, a, yeah, if bottle shops on, um, that's the time when I think I would comfortably, well, if, you know, I'm being very careful here to say if I have spare, a little bit of spare money. Mm. Whereas normally anything over like a pound fifty for a can or a bottle, I'm like, <gasps> you know, that's the time because those are the ones where I would stock up. And mm. uh, video viewers can see that I'm having a bit of a spring clean out at the moment. My shelves are bare. It's, I've not drunk all those things, but uh, yeah, it would be nice to get some uh, some of the more mm-hmm. interesting and um, perhaps controversial beers that have they've come out and put them on the shelves here. Um, Hopefully, there will be a nice selection of singles available because. I don't. The last time Bottle Shop was open, not everything was really available as a single. Yeah, so I think the, nice. the impression I've got this time is this is a this is a thing. Um, I think last time it was more like okay, we've we've See how it bought, goes. Bottle Shop's back. We've got a few things. I I I well, I know this time is going to be. We're going to put an email out. It's going to be proper. So there, there should be some really good stuff there. Hopefully, am I going to have to get into a massive website queue? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Uh, whether it'll include any guests or not, that would be interesting. Oh, that would be interesting, wouldn't I it? They've said there's no guests, but you can bet there's stock sat around mm, somewhere. So. Mm. Yeah, um, uh, we're almost there. Uh, Doug, uh, would you mind? Uh, we're jumping ahead to one slightly on what the script says, but would you mind telling us about the EFP perks thread? Um, for I'll let you talk. Go for it. Oh yeah, I, I can do this really quickly because I didn't do all my homework for this podcast. Um, yeah, there's <laughs> okay. They're pushing to try to get the EFP benefits out um, stateside too. Um, they've been way behind on absolutely everything. I know there's still stuff from, I think, the hotel in the States that they're trying to get caught up on. Um, but it looks like they're making a, a strong effort to get all the stuff in the house and get it shipped out to people. Um, you know, there's stuff from the U.S. going to the U.K., stuff from the U.K. going to the U.S., but yeah, if you were waiting for perks, jump on the forum, uh, dig around, look at the thread, ask your questions there. Um, Last yeah, time I like checked, that, that thread was up to about, it's coming on 1,500, 1,800 comments or something. 881. Um, 881? Yeah. 887, according to oh, 11, 11 minutes ago. Was, it's 881 um, when I was checking it earlier for the <laughs> for the abstract addict, addicts stuff. Yeah, I, mean, I scrolled through 881 comments. It's, it's busy. There's a lot going on there. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, I think there's yep. a there is an understandably well there's a bit of negative feeling there because people have been waiting some of them for a long, a long yeah. time and now being told yep. things aren't coming and we can't actually a hundred percent tell you what you are gonna get instead. But Breedog do have a way of always making sure these things are sorted out in the end. So yep. yeah. Uh, and most punks get it. Most punks yeah. understand it, so yeah, uh, last thing to tell you about is, if you didn't know already, I do a newsletter. A newsletter? I do a, um, I do the news every Sunday. I basically look at all the stories that have happened that week, a lot more than we cover in the podcast, because some of it's quite uh, menial stuff. Uh, and I post that up on our social media channels. Um, I'm going to be doing a different version of that, which is uh, almost exactly the same, except it'll just have links through to find these stories. Uh, when I'm posting on Facebook, for example, I can't really put a link into every story that I've found because uh, otherwise it would the, the whole post would just be pretty much unreadable. So we're going to be doing that on email. So if you would like an email in your inbox every week, um, roughly telling you some of the top stories as I've seen them that week, uh, all you've got to do is sign up. Link is in the show notes. And if you go to our website as well, there will be a button right there which will say join our mailing list. Um yeah, and let me know how you get on. And if it really takes off, then obviously I can look at doing some giveaways and things like that as well. So, yeah, that's that's one way you can uh, definitely get involved and see what nonsense I'm talking on a weekend about Brewdog. So, Have yeah. you got a proofreader for that, Rob? Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> uh, and on my screen, she's just down there, and her name is Tamsin. Oh, hello. She may be going on strike soon. <laughs> well, yes. Based on the abuse I've been giving you in this podcast, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, speaking of giving people abuse, Joe, have you got a joke for us? Um, so I heard this one the other day, and I thought you'd like it. Um, why couldn't the bicycle stand by itself? Go on. It was too tired. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Oh, actually, yeah. that's a good one, that's isn't it? Like I, my kids are like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Right, folks, uh, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, you can find me pretty much anywhere at Sunscream, S U N S E R E M. Doug, you have. Oh, wow. Okay. If you're watching on the video, you will now see Doug is wearing a fez, which has an LED display going across saying, Doug in a pub. So Doug, you can find me at Doug in a pub, just about yeah. everywhere, or Doug Johnson on the forum. So. Awesome. Uh, Joe, yourself, don't plug the podcast. We've done that enough. <laughs> uh, I am a women's brew on the forum, on Facebook and Instagram, and you can find my beer school, Love Be Learning, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And Tamsin, yourself. Well, you won't be able to find me. I'll be hiding from the kids. But if <laughs> I manage to sneak my phone in, uh, on the forum as Tamsin. Right, that's it for this week. You can email us studio at brewdognewspodcast.com. We're on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash brewdognews. Our Twitter is at brewdognews and our Instagram, as you've guessed it, brewdognews. Show notes and past episodes are always available on our website at brewdognewspodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to make sure you get the latest episodes as soon as we're available. Uh, as soon as we're available, as soon as they're available. There's links on the website. Oh, don't forget we're on YouTube and we've got a newsletter. We're, we're everywhere. We're like a rash that just won't stop going out of control. Folks, have a great couple of weeks. We'll catch you soon. Bye for now. Bye. Bye. Bye.